0: Hello, 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 podcast world. Welcome to another episode of Spitting Fire with Ketris. This is your host, Ketris Keys, and I'm delighted to have you in my space on today. So I've been thinking, and of course, we're in this quarantine and COVID-19 is on the rampage. Doesn't seem like it's going anywhere anytime soon. And the thing that's been in the um, air for just the, for just the past few months is... Is how we remain healthy in a crisis like COVID-19 of course how do we keep ourselves healthy how do we boost our immune system what do we do to ward off this disease how do we fight what do we take how do we keep ourselves healthy enough to keep the disease from attacking our bodies and at the same time if the disease does attack our bodies how do we stay healthy while we're fighting off the disease right So in all of that, with all that being said, we're fighting from a physical standpoint. God brought me to the, the spiritual standpoint of it all. While we're focused on, and of course our physical bodies are important and we have to maintain that physical health, right? But at the same time, our spiritual health is just as important. So we have to maintain our spiritual health as well we have to focus on our spiritual health and our spiritual well-being just as hard as we focus on our physical physical bodies well-being all right and the ground in scripture for today is um 3 John chapter 2 John is speaking to Gaius and he's he's saying to him beloved i pray that you may prosper in all things and be in good health just as your soul prospers in this particular scripture John is referring to the excellent state of spiritual well being so my question today is how about our spiritual well being how about our spiritual health are we as healthy spiritually as we should be are we where God wants us to be with our spiritual health, spiritual vitality and strength are attained only through effort, just like physical health requires um, a proactive approach to wellness. So, what's needed to to maintain a good level of spiritual health? Of course, I'm not a doctor. I was in the healthcare field for 21 years as a registered nurse, and with those 21 years of being in the presence of doctors i know that they use something called a pdr which is the physician's desk reference and it's this big thick book and it has every drug that you can name it has the side effects of the drug it has the do's and don'ts what you need to take with the drug what you don't need to take with the drug Whatever it is about that drug, it's in, the, it's in what we call the PDR. And I'm not even certain if they still print that big book because of the technology that we have now. The doctors probably can pull it up on their smartphones or devices and find what they need to at the, at the tip of their fingers, right? But I do know that they do refer to that PDR quite, quite regularly when they're prescribing medicines for their patients. Well, today I want to I use the great physician's desk reference or what we know as the Holy Bible. I want to use this manual, this book, to see if we can't come up with a plan for our spiritual health today. See if we can't come up with some steps we need to take to promote our spiritual health. Physical health and spiritual health both require a strong immune system. Now, we know that the immune system fights off all types of diseases. It attacks foreign agents. It eats them up or it destroys them. Now, in order for our immune system to do these things, there's something that we have to do to keep our immune system healthy and functioning the way it's supposed to be. We do know that without a healthy immune system, we'll be able to we, we won't be able to fight off disease. We won't be able to withstand attacks on our on our physical bodies, right? The smallest thing if our immune system is not healthy, the smallest thing, even the smallest thing as a common cold would probably wipe us out because our immune systems are not as healthy as they should be. It will probably kill us. A depleted immune system cannot fight. Fever, allergies, that would be the death of us. Just those small, small things would take us out, literally, if our immune systems are depleted. So if we're looking at something as small as a common cold, fever, or allergies, or anything like that, just think about being swamped with your immune system depleted, and and just think about being attacked with COVID-19. If you are uh, attacked with COVID-19 right now and your immune system is already depleted, what do you think the outcome would be? Of course, logically, it will kill you. Even the people whose immune systems have been top notch have been taken out by COVID-19. So then we need to look at it from the spiritual standpoint and spiritually, how strong is our ability to withstand threats like temptation, false teaching, or persecution. Now if our spiritual immune systems are not where they need to be, things like that will wipe us out. We wouldn't be able to withstand temptation we will fall prey to every type of false teaching. And as soon as somebody says something crazy or out the way about us, we'd be ready to fight. We'd be ready to attack. That's because our spiritual immune systems are depleted, right? Yes. Now we know that temptation and spiritual hardships are going to come, it's inevitable. We cannot live in this world in a bubble. There's no way temptation is going to come persecution is going to come hardships are coming it's inevitable but if our spiritual immune systems are or are, are, are um built up the way they are supposed to be and we've been feeding our immune system with the right type of things then those type of attacks would just roll off our backs like water off a duck, duck's back right John 17, 14 through 15, Jesus says, I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. Spiritually speaking, we need to build up our resistance. How do we build up our resistance? James 4 and 7 says, therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So in order for us to build up our resistance from the things of the world, to build up our immune system, we have to feed our spirits with the word of God. We have to stay in a place of total submission. Because right here, the scripture just says, therefore, submit to God. We have to stay in a place of total submission to him. So when those type of things come against us spiritually, our immune systems are ready to attack those things. And how do we attack? With, With what we have put into our system, what we have put into our system spiritually. We attack with the word of God. We can only resist the enemy if we have something on the inside to resist him with. And that's the word. So we know that in building up a strong immune system, on the physical side, it tells us, or we've learned down through the years, that regular exercise helps build our immune system. That activity and moving around helps uh, helps build our immune system. It helps to make our immune system strong. We thrive when we're active. Physically as well as spiritually. When we're inactive, it makes us weak. It makes us sick. It makes us susceptible to other things. It makes us um, prey to things like weight gain. When, we, when, we're, when we're, you know, inactive, we gain weight. When we're inactive, we, we um, open ourselves up physically to other diseases coming in, whether that be hypertension or, or diabetes, whatever the case may be. When we're inactive, those type of things have a higher prevalence of taking over our bodies. But when we're active, when we're we're exercising and and walking and and running and jogging and swimming, we're, we're building up our immune system and we're making it harder and harder for those type of things to attack our bodies, right? There is danger in being physically sluggish. And just like there's danger in being physically sluggish, there's also danger in being spiritually sluggish in being slothful with the word of God Hebrews 6 11 and 12 says and we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end that you do not become sluggish but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises so so the scripture talks about being sluggish, but how are we as Christians or believers sluggish? We don't wanna study. We don't wanna, we don't wanna we don't wanna walk in the spirit. We don't wanna walk with God the way we should walk with God. If there was ever a time we as believers need to be walking with God, need to be walking in the spirit, that day is today. There are a lot of us that that, that we, we talk a good game. We talk about how much we love God. We talk about how much we love the word. We can quote the scripture, but that scripture and that word is not in our heart. So we have to we have to have regular spiritual exercise. We have to have regular spiritual activity, just like physical activity. There's there's very few believers that are worthy of a walk with God right now today. Why? Because we have become so overcome with the things of the world that we can't hear the things of God. We can't see the things of God. Another way that we are to build up our our spiritual well being is is we have to get so close to God we have to get that word ingrained in our hearts so that when the enemy comes against us we have something to fight with we have to be active in pursuing the word of God we have to be active in eating the word of God we can't just expect To to go grab the Bible, read our devotion for the day, and that be it. Is it more important to read that devotion or is it more important to have a devoted life? It don't take long to read a devotion. It don't take long to grab the Bible and read a couple scriptures. But are we studying to show ourselves approval under God? Are Are we really delving into the word of God? And and trying to really uncover the things of the spirit. Or are we just learning enough to quote some scripture so people can think that we have arrived? That's not what it's all about. And that's why so many of us are being wiped out. With the smallest things in the spirit, just like when, the, when I spoke about the common cold wiping people out. We are wiped out with the smallest thing as far as the spirit goes because we're not built up the way we're supposed to be built up in the things of God, in the word of God. We don't have it in our heart. We just got it in our mouth. and it's time out for just having it in our mouth. It's got to be ingrained and embedded in our heart if we want to adequately fight off the things of the enemy. If we are to adequately squash him at the level that he comes to us on instead of letting him grow and grow and grow, if we want to adequately squash him at the level that he comes to us on, then we have to do what we need to do to build up our spiritual immune system. We have to walk in good works. We can't just talk about good works. Ephesians 2 and 10 tells us, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Not talk about them, but walk in them. There is much work that needs to be done to get our spiritual bodies where they need to be. Titus 3 and 8. This is a faithful saying. And these things I want you to affirm constantly that those who have believed in God should be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable to men. Titus 3 and 14. And let our people also learn to maintain good works. To meet urgent needs that they may not be unfruitful. Each of us individually has a work to do in the kingdom. We all have a work to do. Each member has a work to do to build up the body, the the, the spiritual body of Christ. We each have a work to do. Each member has its own work to do. 1 Corinthians 12, six and seven. And there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. But now God has set the members, each one of them in the body, just as he pleases. God has set the members. And we as members have to do what we're supposed to do, to edify the body of Christ, to build up the spiritual immunity of the body. That's why we're here. And if we can't do that on an individual level, there's no way we're going to be able to do it collectively to edify Christ's body. We need to exercise ourselves unto godliness. We're talking about exercise and building up the body, the spiritual body, just like the physical body needs exercise, our spiritual bodies need exercise. We need to, we we, we have to exercise ourselves unto godliness and nobody wants to talk about godliness these days. Nobody wants to talk about living holy. Nobody wants to talk about the scripture that says be you be ye holy for I am holy. Nobody wants to hear that and when we come out with those type of scriptures oh she's a holy roller. Oh she thinks she's more than what she is. Oh there's mercy and grace and God forgives. Yes he does but he also gets tired and the same God that is a loving God has a side of wrath to him and you do not want to meet the wrath of God. We need to work while there's time and opportunity. Night is coming when no man can work. John 9 and 4, Jesus says, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no man can work. All this work entails building up one another, ministering to the sick, teaching Bible class, etc. getting on Facebook live, starting a podcast. Whatever it is that God is in is is pushing you to do in these end times to build up the body of Christ, to to build up believers, to draw in sinners that they may be saved. Whatever it is that he's compelling you to do right now, do it. Work his works while there is still time because time is drawing short. Now there's much work to do. There's enough work for all of us to do. And at the same time, while we're working, we've got to have adequate rest as well to promote our immune system. Yes, we work, yes we work, but at the same time, we gotta rest. We gotta learn how to say no to things and people. We've gotta learn how to steal away And spend that time with God in his presence so he can reinvigorate us and and rejuvenate us for the the next day's work. We have to be replenished. We can't be be productive when we're tapped out. So then you've got to stop and take that time to rest. Just like our physical bodies need rest, our spiritual bodies have to have that same rest. There's no way that that it that that it's gonna work properly if you don't stop. If you don't sharpen the saw. If you keep sewing with the same saw and you never stop to sharpen it, you're not gonna cut anything. We get burnt out, we get exhausted, and then we're 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 no good to anybody. You can't keep going and going and going, and you're not the energizer, energizer bunny rabbit. And I promise you he stops too because them batteries got to be changed. Mark 6, 30 through 31. Then the apostles gathered to Jesus and told him all things, both what they had done and what they had taught. And he said to them, come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. (laughs) We gotta have downtime. Jesus told his disciples, Come aside, get over here. You got to take some rest. There is value in periodic rest and sol- solitude. Well, we can just meditate on the word and then let the, let the presence of God minister to us because we have to be ministered to. And we, we we get ministered to and refueled by the presence of God. If you're always going into your prayer closet and you talking, 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 and you're never giving time, God, to minister to you, that's a one-sided conversation. And that's not what he wants from us. He wants us to receive from him as well. Jesus himself had to take time and rest. Mark 1 and 35 says, Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, Jesus went out and departed to a solitary place. And there he prayed. So he he himself oftentimes stole away and prayed. Now when you're resting spiritually that doesn't mean you're not doing anything. you're just doing it a different way doing it a different way that it will cause refreshing and restoring. you you're, 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 you're getting that quiet time you're praying and you're doing your Bible study now that's that's the rest I'm speaking of as far as spiritually goes. you're not just sitting there and not doing anything you're praying, you're studying. You're meditating on the word, and then you're allowing the spirit to minister to you. And we have to feed our minds with the things of virtue. We have to think on good things. Whatever things are good and and pure, we have to feed our minds with that type of stuff. We have to feed our spirits with that type of stuff. Just like there's physical junk food, there's spiritual junk food. And you cannot feed your spiritual body uh, spiritual junk food. What are you saying, keys? No spiritual junk food. None of that stuff that's going to scratch your itching ears. None of that sugar-coated stuff. That's what I'm talking about. We cannot allow the enemy to, sh- to, 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 to feed us sugar-coated donuts and, and snacks and, and delicacies. The Bible tells us that in the last day, people were going to heap up for themselves teachers that were going to scratch their ears and just tickle them a little bit. But those type of teachings are spiritual junk food and it's gonna send our souls to hell, not mine, but whoever is listening to it, it's gonna send them straight to hell. We have to endure sound doctrine. We have to have real solid food spiritually just like we have to have solid food physically. You know if you sit up and eat junk food all the time, chips, Lay's, I love them, and all that ice cream, butter pecan, my favorite. And you sit up and you eat that day in and day out, all day, all night. You kill your physical body. You bring on diseases like that. And when you listen to when you when you feed your spirit, spiritual junk food, you kill your spirit. You can't fight off anything. You're too fat to fight in the spirit. And you don't wanna be too fat to fight in the spirit. You wanna relinquish everything that is not of the spirit so that you can run this race with patience, looking unto Jesus who is the author and finisher of our faith. You can't run this race when you weigh down with every thought and care of this world and, and feeding your spirit stuff that it shouldn't be fed sitting up watching stuff you shouldn't be watching and you're taking all that into your spirit and you're wondering why you can't fight why you can't get a prayer through think about what you're taking in we're talking about a plan for spiritual health and i do know that i have to visit the doctor on occasions as well as most of you that's listening to me and you don't want your doctor coming in there sugarcoating what your problem is because see you going to him because you want a solution you want him to give you a prescription or a plan or something that's going to get you on the right path. And it's the same thing with the word of God. We have to have somebody that's going to give it to us straight, that's going to keep our spirits clean and healthy so that we can fight the enemy. That's what that's all about. We have to be we have to be ready to fight. We got to be ready to meet that joke of spiritual combat. We can't fight fat. Full of the world. God's words are words of life. The Holy Spirit gives us spiritual life. 2 Timothy 2 and 15 states that we should build our lives on God's words and build his words into our lives. And stay away from all that spiritual junk food. We have to hide God's word in our heart so that we will not sin against him. And once you get that word in your heart and it's it's on the tablet of your heart, on the table of your heart, you'll be able to to decipher out the good food and the junk food. You'll be able to spot a false prophet just because they come spouting out wealth and prosperity to you. You'll be able to call that joker out. Because your spirit is being fed with the right stuff. Your discernment is on point. You can't discern when you got a, a, a spirit full of junk food. Any teaching that's noted to, to, to edify the body of Christ, that's sound doctrine. And anything that teaches against the word of God, then that's not that's not sound doctrine. If anybody come preaching another gospel, that's not sound doctrine. Just like there are substances that we shouldn't place in our physical body, there's also substances that we don't need to place in our spiritual body. Get away from the tomfoolery and the sugarcoating preachers and teachers and evangelists and false prophets. And get you somewhere where you can get a, a, a real plan to cultivate your spiritual health. Regular exercise, periodic rest, a healthy diet. What are you eating? What are you eating in the spirit? All of this type of stuff either will promote or kill your immune system. Now if we follow this plan of spiritual health. The progress will be evident. And you'll be able to infect other people with good health. You'll be able to cause shifts. When you walk in a room, you won't even have to open your mouth. When you walk in a room and you have fed your spirit the way you're supposed to feed your spirit. When you've exercised and walked in the good works of God. And when you've built your, your, your spirit man up, you won't even have to open your mouth. When you walk in the room, the atmosphere will shift. It will shift. And you will be able to just just probably snap your fingers and cause the enemy to fall down. Cause he ain't got no power no way. But it's time out for for kingdom believers. I'm talking about believers eating spiritual junk food and just taking in anything and it happens because you're not studying to show yourself approval unto God. You're not feeding your spirit the way you should be feeding your spirit. You're feeding your spirit with things that shouldn't be in there. So you're being deceived. You're being run amok. You're being bamboozled by the things that the enemy are making look like it's okay. The enemy makes it look like it's okay. Every movement that comes out, all of this stuff that's happening, that looks good. It ain't God. Everything that looks good ain't God. Oh, well, so-and-so, so-and-so is doing it. I don't care who's doing it. What does the spirit of God say about it? What does the word of God say about it? He said, thou shalt have no other gods against me. No idol uh, gods, no idolatry. We We started to idolize people. We've started to idolize things so much so, and I, I, I don't expect the world to receive this because they, they, they're doing what they're expected to do. I'm talking about kingdom believers that are being that are being ran amuck with things that the enemy is presenting to the church, and you're calling it good. Just like the scriptures say in the last days, people will call good evil, and people will call evil good, and that's what's happening in the body of Christ. How long will you be hot between two opinions? How long will you straddle the fence? You can't go to the doctor and he tell you to stop eating lays and you're taking your blood pressure medicine all at the same time. You're gonna have to lay those lays down and stick to that blood pressure medicine. Every time you go back to the doctor, your blood pressure is elevated. Cause you hadn't stopped. You straddle the fence. And it's the same thing with the body of Christ. The world is supposed to look at us for answers. They look at us and they laugh. Today we're talking about a plan for spiritual health. Today we're talking about having your soul to prosper and be in good health. What good does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? None. The enemy will make things glitter, but it ain't gold. It's poison to your soul is what it is. Yield not to temptation. But when you're built up in in your spiritual body, the way you're supposed to be built up in, in your spiritual body, you won't yield. You won't kneel. But you'll recognize the enemy for what the enemy is. And you'll shoot him down. He won't even have a chance to get in your camp. He won't even have a chance to get in your territory. That's the power, authority, and dominion God has left here for kingdom believers to walk in. And you cannot walk in if you're not built up spiritually the way you're supposed to be. It's time out for believers to allow the enemy to run roughshod in our houses, in our homes, on our jobs, in our marriages. It's time out. It's t- it's time for us to walk in the dominion and power that we are to what we are supposed to be walking in from the foundation of the world. And that's the plan for spiritual health. You receive that plan from Dr. Jesus and you apply it, P-R-N, as needed. What am I saying? We don't ever stop applying it because until he come back here and get us, we going to have to apply it. I pray that you be in good health. I pray that you prosper as your soul prosper. I pray that you take this plan of spiritual health and you you apply it, you utilize it to build up your body, your spiritual body, Thereby, thereby building up the spiritual body of Christ and edifying its members. That's all I have for you today. Until next time, continue to spit the fire of the word of God.